Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. On this day, this Sunday, we continue to remember the cross of our Lord. The cross of our Lord, which St. Helena, in her great desire to find, did find the actual cross of our Lord. And it is this particular feast in which we exalt that we proclaim, that we lift up the life-giving and precious cross of our Lord, which is why for a week we put before us in the middle of the church the cross. We also, in our homes, bow down and venerate and kiss and give glory to the wood upon which our Lord gave himself up for the life of the world. And we must pay in our devotion to the cross particular attention to what divine love is. Because before us, this is the ultimate icon. This is not just the icon, but the great instrument of our salvation. The wood upon which God himself gave himself up for the life of the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son unto death. So that no one, no one should be forgotten, left aside, or left behind. We see this, and it's reflected in our hymnody, and that on the cross, God himself's arms were spread out in order to envelop all of mankind, all of reality, in his love. And if this is true, if this is the good news... How should we look at one another and treat one another? If each of us is so meaningful to God, if he loves each one of us to such an extent that he would give his life for each and every one of us, that his death is accepted for our sake, how should we treat our neighbor? There are people whom we love in a natural way, right? They're akin to us. They think like us. They approach the world like us. They may have certain ideas that we enjoy talking to them about. They may even share our politics and whatever we watch on YouTube or channels we watch. They may share our religion or religious convictions. They may share our emotions or way of being in the world. In so many ways, they can be like us. Maybe down to like, I know I trust that person because they have that band t-shirt on. Or they have their car arranged in such a way. Or they keep their lawn. and All of these really things we find affinity with. But is that actual love? Does that mean that we love this person as the most precious person in the eyes of God? the most precious person in our eyes because, brothers and sisters, we want to imitate. We want to be like God, to share his thoughts, his attitude, his love. How many there are whom we treat with indifference? We wish them no evil, but they don't really exist for us. Let us think, and let's just sit for just a moment and think of co-workers, acquaintances, neighbors, people we see 
day in, day out, week after week, and ask ourselves, what does this person mean to me? Let us think then for a moment about some of our family and bring it a little bit closer home and ask ourselves, what does this person mean to me? I hope some faces, some encounters, some issues or lack of issues maybe are coming into your mind and into your heart. Let us look around here in this congregation now week after week where we rub shoulders with maybe even sit at coffee hour or see out of the corner of our eye across the church and ask ourselves, what does this person mean to me? Perhaps nothing. Someone who attends the same church, believes the same God, receives the same communion, and we forget that those in the house of God who receive the same communion have become a part of the body of Christ, that God himself lives in them, and that we should turn to them, look at them, see them as temples of the Holy Spirit, an extension of God himself. Now let us think of not just those who may be acquaintances or family or here in this church. Let us think of those who specifically annoy us or upset us. And ask ourselves, what does this person mean to me? Let us now think of our enemies, those who hurt us, betray us, who do not seem to care for us, who actively, despitefully use us or disregard us, and ask ourselves, what does this person mean to me? Let us ask ourselves severe, pertinent questions about the way in which we treat our neighbor and see our neighbor and even our enemies. Let us devote, at least this week as we bow before the cross, to think of those persons that have come into mind. And let us ask ourselves, is there any love in me for this person? Not a sentimental love. Again, not sentimental. But the kind of love which in the light of God makes this person precious. Precious to the point that I should be prepared ultimately to give my life for this person. Is this not what God himself did for us? This is not asked day in, day out of us, but is asked of us to not just lay down our life per se, but to give some warmth, some compassion, some understanding, some recognition of the existence of this person. As we hear throughout the Gospels and see when our Lord is moved when the crowds come, or when he sees someone or his heart is moved because he sees them without a shepherd. Let us imitate our Lord. And when we come to confession next, let us bring that, among other things, to God. 
Does my neighbor exist for me? Who is my neighbor to me? Who is my enemy or that annoying person to me? To God, that person is everything. If he is nothing to me, or if he is less than nothing to me, where do I stand before God? In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.